Pause. Pause. Take a break. Take a break. Reflect on life. Remember, you are strong. You are enough. You are capable. You are blessed. And you are loved. Your moment of greatness starts now. In this episode, we will unlock our purpose, passions, and potentials with the help of a life transformation coach. Welcome to the show, Anke. How are you doing? Hello, Toby. I'm doing fine, and it's lovely to be here with you today. It's so lovely to finally meet you, Anke. I've been looking forward to this. We were talking before we started recording that this has been, you know, a long time coming since January or I don't know when. And um, I'm super delighted that we finally found the time, the space and the opportunity to record this podcast episode. I'm looking forward to learning so much from your life journey in this, in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much for having me on your show. And I, I'd be delighted to um, provide some insights. Yes. I mean, I would just love us to, to learn from your Eros journey. Um, first of all, I would love you to explain to us why we are all on Eros journey. So can you like give us a little insight into how your journey has been so far? My, well, um, I've been on many heroes journeys like we all are. We're never just on one throughout our lives, but everything that we experience will take us on part of a different path of our hero's journey. Um, Mine has been um, very interesting. It's it just in terms of my life path, it's taken me to different places. I was born in Germany of a completely German family, but really from the age of 10, it's become a very international hero's journey. Mm. Um, moving to England at the age of 10, then to Belgium at the age of 13, and then to the US after my degree in England. Um and now I live in France for the past 19 years I've lived in France. So that's been a bit of, that's that's had several heroes journeys in it, just in itself with all the different cultural underpinnings that go along with that, the languages, the different shocks that I've had along the way. And, um, and so just that has really influenced part of my professional hero's journey as well in terms of what I did and what I under learned to understand about myself. Um, and there've been the typical ups and downs along the way. Mm. And I now feel that I've, I'm on a part of a hero's journey where I have heard a call to adventure and I am on a fairly steady path without too many cobblestones at the moment where with, you know, um, where I'm doing what I love and where I've listened to my little inner voice that tells me what what is good for me and what isn't. Yes, I'm, I'm still going to ask you more about that later, about listening to that lit little inner voice mm. later. But I know on your journey, you experienced, um, or you had to, you had to um, experience this enforced break due to exhaustion and burnout. Yes. And when, when I was, you know, preparing for this conversation, I read that you described that as the best gift ever for you. Like, mm -hmm. how, how was that? How was that experience for you, you know, um, you know, having to have a breakdown or having to shut down everything? And then how did that break, you know, transform your life? That period was a bit of a hero's journey in itself because I didn't want to listen mm -hmm. to the call that said, Anka, you need to 
you need to slow down, you need to stop, you need to look after yourself. Because like many of us, I was too busy thinking that I had to get everything done. Um, and then it was like, I just hit a wall and I couldn't do any more. Um, so as you say, it was an enforced break. It wasn't a voluntary one. Um, and it was not an easy one at first because you blame yourself for not having done things right, um, that you should have, if you could have, etc., done things better. Mm. Um, and it took me a while to accept the idea that this was actually good for me. And when I got to that point where I wasn't blaming either myself or the situation or other people around me, I was able to stop and it opened up a pathway to think um, and to really have that um, opportunity to admit to myself what I would really like to do and how I would really like to live. So it was a gift. When I say it was the best of a gift, it was like it was a gift of time um, and, um, and opening up many new avenues that I had that I'd kind of wanted to open but didn't dare yeah. because I'd never had the time <laughs> and there were always other emergencies. Yeah, and that break gave you that time to really uh, sit down, reflect and really recalibrate or readjust <laughs> what you're meant to do. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And where, where does the, um, how does the little voice come into place? Like, can you tell us about it? How do we recognize you know, when to listen to our little inner voice and how do we, you know, compare or, no, not compare, but how do we then, you know, place the little inner voice beside what we think we should be doing, basically? How do we, you know, marry both of them together? <laughs> yes, it, it, it actually, Toby, what you say is completely true. We don't just have one little voice. We always have several going on, don't we? Yeah. There's the little voice of what we would like, our as essence and then there's a little voice of what we think we should like and do because that's the voice that's been given to us as we've grown up mm. um that we've adopted from what other people have told us we should be doing and would be good for us to do mm. um and so what you're you're asking a really good question because i think the one shouldn't drown out the other um we need to we need to admit to ourselves that there will always be this outside world going on and so there will always be a voice but that we can we can in a way manage that voice if we allow ourselves to listen to our inner our inner little voice not the outer voice that tries to control us mm. um that is really difficult because it demands from us that we are actually aware of it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. How do, how do we become aware of this? How do we become aware of the little inner voice? Well, I think in my case, it was, you know, and for everybody, this is different. Um, I think many of us, we could be aware if we gave it the time and attention. I think we become aware of it either 
in conversation with others or we learn from others if we've got some good mentors or inspiring teachers or um, people who encourage us in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe the other one is just like me with hitting a brick wall and having to stop completely Mm. that we are kind of forced to listen to it, that we are forced to hear, to not only hear it, but to listen to it. Mm. Um, You know, those are some of the, some of those incidents in my life, at least um, where it's either a major circumstance that, that make, that provides a real shift or with the help of others. Are you enjoying this episode? Kindly subscribe, share, and leave a review. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's totally true. I mean, I can imagine, you know, us needing to have that little space or, you know, that time to really block out all the noises from around us to just really yeah. know what the little voice wants us to know. And I, I believe that's our intuition too, right? Like listen to the inner voices, like, you know, being intuitive also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think it's something that one, one could train in some way, like how to be intuitive, how to, you know, really be synchronized with one's intuition? Is that something that one could train or is it just inborn? I think it's, something we can work on, definitely. Um, I am a case in point um, that I, over my life, my career, for example, my career choices have been increasingly informed by my little voice. Um, And uh, initially, I didn't listen to it at all. I listened to the outer voices around me and ended up in a job, in jobs that went, Okay. Um, But (laughs) it was a job that was really not okay on any level Mm. where I realized that actually my little voice was getting louder um, and telling me that I needed a complete change. Mm. Um, I do also believe that you can train it. You can train it yourself with exercises, with lots of reading, um, with working, with actually working on yourself, your own personal development, um, but also with the help of other people. Obviously, it's the easier way because others tease out things in you that you don't even see yourself, mm-hmm. so that you raise your awareness that way, your self awareness that way. Yeah. Um, one of my most effective methods of of doing this um, is actually. You know, the essence in us, that in that good inner voice that we have, it goes right back to childhood. And this is something that I've worked on with myself and also with others. It's when we're little children, there is an essence in us that is is who we are and what we're supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know? And that gets covered up with the demands of the outer world. Um, throughout our lives and we we kind of forget about it you know we build up all these concentric circles so we're like there's a core of like an a pearl there and it gets covered up with so much mother of pearl that we just become unaware of it Um, and so one of the things I found in order to get back to this was to actually think back to what I really enjoyed doing as a child 
And sometimes I conjure up that little child and I say, and I ask her, what would you do in this situation? Mm. Mm. And it works. It works, yeah. yeah. I bring up this topic of um, the inner child. I, a lot of I've, I've heard this a lot of time. I've never really gone deep into you know studying about this, but from other podcasts and books and some mm-hmm. videos, they talk about the inner child. Can you can you maybe shine some light on this a little bit for us and how this helps us with our inner voice too? I think that's the true who the the true who of us really this mm-hmm. inner child it's there it's the essence of us for me this is it it's the essence um you know as children we're blissfully unaware of all this other stuff going on in the world and we live in the moment mm. in a way that as grown-ups we don't do anymore mm. and it's it's for me it's almost absorbing that child again to really see yeah this is this is what she loves to do this is what in my case it's she what she loves to do what she loves to say how she loves to be with people and and i have realized that being having that inner child come out is Oh, it's so therapeutic because it it's pure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's yes. not pleasing anybody. It's not doing what others think they should do. It's there is an a, an unawareness that is actually really refreshing, and that that if we can build that into our own self awareness when we're older, mm-hmm. then it would make us much happier and therefore much more confident, or it would make us more confident and therefore more happy. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So we have to tap into that that power, that energy of using or utilizing. Yeah, our inner child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, your work has to do with you know helping people to you know g- get unstuck and discover the power of their you know unique selves. And from our conversation so far, I've, I'm already picking some points on how to get unstuck and how to discover my true self already. But I don't know if there are some other tips you'd love to share. Uh, with us and how we could you know really unstuck get unstuck from you know um you know anything that's holding us back from our full potential in life or from you know fulfilling our destiny in life and how we could really tap into that power of our unique self yes for me it's a combination of things um, you know, I referred uh, a few moments ago to the notion of this, of a pearl mm. with lots of layers and, um, and that our, our essence is at the core of this. Our personality is at the core of this and, you know, our strengths, mm. therefore. Mm. Um, and I think very, very closely related layers of this are our values what we think is good and beautiful and right and what we love to do, what makes us get a, jump out of bed in the morning, you know? Um, so, so that for me is part of, of becoming a unique self because we all, we are all a slightly different pearl. Yeah. Um, you know, pearls are wild. None of them look alike. We just make them identical, you know? Yeah. Um, for me, it's that kind of work. I have found that the best way of really getting to 
understand myself and to being true to myself is working on my values, Mm. Um, becoming very conscious of what I like to do, what I don't like to do, what I'm good at as well. Because if, and then you can concoct your own recipe of who you are, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can build these values, um, these strengths that you have into, into the life you design for yourself. It will always be within the constraints of something societal, obviously, but we can create a niche for ourselves. That's true. We can create a niche for ourselves. But I think one thing that could, could from own, my own personal um, you know, experience, one thing that could be stopping us or preventing us from actually you know, creating the niche for ourselves and seeing that, oh, I'm, I'm a pearl and I am unique. I am you know, wild. And there's really one of me basically in the old wild world. One thing that could you know, be preventing one from truly acknowledging this could be you know, this norm that the society has you know, built for us. And mm-hmm. I, and I also think people pleasing too. Like we're trying to please people. We're trying to fit or conform ourselves to the norms so that we don't yes. we don't become like rebels or we are not you know breaking rules or laws that the society has um, um you know made for us or we don't fit ourselves into basically um how I say to draw us that uh, all categories basically that the society has built up for us. Um, I don't know. Do you have like some tips on? how we could overcome this fear of standing out, this fear of um, being who we, are, who we truly are without having to um, please people. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because <laughs> if you decide you're not going to be pleasing people, then um, then what are you going to do? Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very difficult, yeah. And again, we all have different we all have different mechanisms for doing that. Mm. Um, I think one of you know it's it's really interesting what you say. Um, and I think one of the dangers that we run into is that we when we say, "Oh, I'm this unique pearl, and I'm going to show everybody that I'm a unique pearl, yeah. there is this danger that we do it full throttle, that we want to do it overnight. Mm. And that's not good for us just as it's not good for others. Mm. Um, And this, again, is where it's a hero's journey. You know that pearl develops as it goes through, as it it forges its path. Um, For me, it's not a gradual process, but it's a question of, I don't want to say trial and error, but it's of experimentation, you Mm. know? Um, For example... um, for example, and, and it's gradual. It's it's you do you do it in, in small steps. So you try, you don't say, okay, so I like this and I don't like that. So maybe I'm going to, you know, you start with little things that you can control, and each little step will lead to something bigger. Mm-hmm. Um and for example, and it takes a lot of courage, definitely takes a lot of courage. Um, and, and this is why when you look at the hero's journeys in mythology, people who did change themselves and their lives, they were, they, it's very difficult to do it on your own. And they did have their sages and their mentors and their good friends and their allies with them to help them on that, um, to encourage them. Uh, and we are social, we are social beings. So we are always going to be in 
in a social environment. So I would say it is a very gradual journey in which you learn to pick out through self-awareness, through experimentation, through listening to your inner voice, for example, the kinds of people you want to hang out with rather than the ones you don't. Mm. And then maybe that you think, okay, well, this job really isn't my thing or it's not my thing anymore. Let me consider what to do next. So for me, it's a path of exploration in which the pearl comes to its full glory. Mm. Exploration, just taking this little step at, um, at a time, basically, one step at a time, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and then you'll say, yeah, 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 I'm, I am different. And everyone's like shocked. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because yeah. if you do that, you're probably going to um, going to have a much harder time of it because basically you're going to veer onto a completely different path, right? Mm, that's true. That's very true. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, that, that's very true. And when you talk about, you know, um, becoming your authentic self or, you know, discovering the power of our unique self. Um, sometimes mm -hmm. it has to do with us, you know, reinventing ourselves like you've described also earlier. Mm -hmm. So can you like walk us through the best way to do this again? And then um, you can tell us the, the beauty of reinvention. That's the, the name of your mm -hmm. website. Like what's the beauty it is. of reinvention? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yes. So I have come to this, Later in life, you know, um, the path that I'm on now has not been the path of my life. It's not been the same all my life. And I think this is something that we need to realize that we are constantly on a path. Um, our hero's journey, it is a life journey with small hero's journeys in between. Mm. Um, it's not one linear. It's definitely not a linear thing. And so for me, it has been very much... Um, a journey to come to this beauty of reinvention, which is what I've called my, 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 my coaching business, I've had to go through various permutations and hero's journeys, um, le learning something from everything previously mm -hmm. um, and to adjust my and to course correct when it, um, when it didn't feel right. Uh, it's, it's a matter of understanding that you are always going to have challenges in life, sometimes where you want to be a wild, unique pearl, but you can't. Mm. Um, but then to tell yourself, okay, so I can't, so this is a challenging situation, but what is the other side of that coin? What opportunity might this give me to become more like the person I want to be? Mm -hmm. um, and, and for example, to, to, draw, to give an illustration of my own becoming my unique pearl, um, there are many facets to us. And we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast, Toby, um, when I was telling you, you know, I, I have lived quite an international life. And initially, I didn't, my first job I got, I got because everybody said, well, Anka, you need a job. And you know, you come out of university, and you just take any job because you have to. Yeah. And I picked out the bits that I liked and the bits that I didn't. And so for me, there had to be a really international angle to whatever I did. And um, so my jobs were defined by something that was international and multilingual. Um, and then I realized when I was in a job that was not at all international and multilingual, mm. um, I realized 
from that because people, there was an awful lot of stereotyping. I was the only non-British person in a, in, in a big organize, in, in, in a big team, mm. you know, and with a German passport, you know, there was always lots of things that could be said about me at the time. Mm. And, um, and so I realized that something else that was really close to my heart was to actually not only work in an international environment, but get people in international environments to understand each other better and to reduce the negativity, the negative stereotyping and the preconceptions that might be going on. And so my, my, it was a new hero's journey and it was a course correction on my life path. But it was only because I, I really thought about it and became aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used all my childhood experience of moving from one country to the other, which was very difficult, um, to in, to put that into my um, into my corrected path, and that was great for a while. So I did intercultural training and teaching and coaching, and it was lovely. And then one day I realised. Anka, it's all very well, but it's not enough. Your pearl still missing a layer or two. And that's what got me gradually into realizing that in order to make people understand each other, they also have to understand themselves. And Mm -hmm. that's what then, with the help of my enforced little break, gave me the time to think and to actually come out on this particular path. So everything we experience in life is something that adds to our life toolbox, if you like, um, and will help us to move forward. And sometimes it's a switch in direction. Sometimes it's just one degree, two degrees. Sometimes it can be a 90 degree or even more. Um, But it defines who we are. Um, and, And I think through my example, I would like to think that it would help people to understand that you can choose what you want to keep and what you give up. You can choose what you want to keep and what you want to give up. I like that. Yeah. And also, I like what you talked about, you know, um, everything you experience in life adds to your toolbox. I'm like, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and one more thing, if you want to understand others, you first have to understand yourself. Or like, you do. Absolutely. Double yes. Yeah. You do have to understand yourself because for me, you know, Toby, for me, it was always normal that I understood people from other cultures and I found it fascinating and I would adapt my behavior. I would adapt the topics of conversation, you know. And then I realized that not not everybody else can do that quite normally. And, Mm. um, And I realized, okay, but why not? And then I realized that, yeah. It's because it's my life experience, but it's also my strength mm. Mm. and my talent. Yeah. And that may be innate or it's maybe something that I've just absorbed through my life. Mm. And so I would say to anybody to reinvent, to reinvent yourself, you, it's change. You're not going to change, uh, you know, phenomenally overnight but it's a gradual process. But as you say, you need to have that self-awareness and you need to understand yourself before you can begin to understand people around you. Mm, that's true. Wow. I mean, if that's what we used to end this podcast episode, I think I've learned a lot already. <laughs> but, but, but I actually still do have one question I would love to ask. 
And as if if we are already on this hero journey, and like you are already, for example, and we are um you no know, ex, ex, excelling, for example, we are happy and we are joyous, we are f- fulfilled basically in what we are doing. Mm. But but we still want to transform our lives from that ordinary that we're experiencing currently to becoming extraordinary. Like what do we mm. have to what do we have to do to to do more, to become more, to experience more and to maybe impact more lives? Again, you would have to figure out what is extraordinary for you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. So it, it goes back into us going within us to know, okay, this is where I am right now. I'm enjoying it, but there's yeah. maybe something missing. What is that missing? What's that thing that is missing? Exactly. Uh, what is missing? Mm. And um, it's, uh, you know, it's like building a house out of Lego. Mm. Yeah. Do you need a red brick, a blue brick? Or maybe you don't need a brick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's all fine. Maybe it's all good the way you are doing it right maybe now. Maybe it's all fine. Yeah. But this is, again, where, um, you know, it is it is soul-searching in a way. It's searching inside ourselves, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things in life has yeah. to do with us doing the personal work of soul-searching and really taking that time to sit down and reflect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing mm-hmm. that I've understood better. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Toby, it's interesting because we talk about souls. It is all very internal work. Mm. And one of the reasons that um, I am doing the work that I do is because when we do it on our own, it's great, but it takes so much longer. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, we have, if we have help. Mm. Um I have always found this and, and you know, the help will also, when we do this ourselves, we can say, oh, great. Yeah. I found this out about myself, but then you've kind of got to get into action or you want to, you want to, sounding boards are just so important, mm-hmm. whether it's friends, um, family, um, it could be a coach, it could be a teacher, it could be anybody, but that is one of the things that I found that if we, are able to communicate this with others. Mm. Um, it's even more powerful. Yes, that's true. And we are likely to get to extraordinary more easily. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Once we can get that external perspective, that external professional help that is trustworthy, then mm. I believe we can be able to to do more. Yeah. Yes, it is. You're right about the professional. At the same time, you know, um, a lot of the time just talking with my children, talking with friends, that also helps. Mm. It's maybe not quite as focused, but it's very, very interesting, even, you know, to talk to people who are very close to you. Yes, yeah. And for people who, for example, would love to maybe seek your help, advice Mm -hmm. or consultation as a life transformation coach that you are, um, what's the best way to do this? What's the best way to reach out to you, to connect with you, to engage with you? So um, I am in the process of revamping everything. So, and I'm also very keen on email, actually. So uh, I know that social media is a big thing. And uh, this is, so this is all at the moment, a big work in progress that will be updated very, very soon. Um, For the moment, uh, my website is www.ankermiddleman.com. My email address is beautyofreinvention at gmail. 
and um, watch this space for other social media that will be up and running, updated very, very soon. Yes, awesome. I mean, as soon as we get the updated information, we'll place them in the show notes of this episode. So I encourage everyone to send out the email if that's the best way, visit the website and all social media platforms that will be made available also. Thank you so much, Anke. I really appreciate this conversation. It was awesome speaking with you. It was wonderful learning from you. Thank you very much, Toby. It was a real pleasure. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Wow, wow. you made it to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love, and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye. Bye.